Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 27th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That's our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the peaceful, restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Sadly, across the grand old republic, many don't feel that way. Violence breaking out all over the country. We'll get to that as the broadcast unfolds. But first, a quick recap of Saturday's broadcast. We hope you had a delightful weekend full of God, family, and country, and full of protecting life, liberty, and property, and simple Christian ministry. Now, uh, as you know, we're live six days a week, two hours a day. So our Saturday broadcast was wow. We had a lot of updates. Friday, we talked about Roe versus Wade uh, breaking as it happened right in the middle of the broadcast. Roe dead. Thank the heavens for that. Uh, but we were talking to Chris Carlson, who always claims without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. Remember, the battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight, discussions of all things liberty. And we talked about on June 25th, 1962, the U.S., Supreme Court handed down a decision interpreted as barring prayer in government schools. And, wow, the wheels have fallen off since, haven't they? We talked about 10,000 flights delayed and or canceled over the Father's Day weekend. They say due to this, pilot shortage and bad weather. You think that's all there is to it? Or do you think they've learned a trick now in the airline industry? Hey, if a flight's not profitable enough, don't deliver because you've promised and you've sold seats. Just cancel it. Force everybody to pack like sardines into the next flight. Inconvenience everybody. Who cares? I don't believe it's just the pilot shortages and the weather, as they say. I think there's more that meets the eye. We talked about a massive 145-country study that shows a sharp increase of transmission and death after the introduction of the COVID-19 vaccines, ladies and gentlemen. That's according to Gateway Pundit, etc. right? So there's all kinds of trouble going on with that. Yeah, I'll do it. Thank you, sir. All right, calls coming in. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. Massive 145 countries, though. Big, huge studies showing, hey, you know what? There's a problem when you take the COVID vaccines. Increased transmission and increased death, the study shows. Gateway Pundit with that detail. Perhaps the most telling part of the study's results is that the countries that have recorded the fewest COVID deaths in 2020, Thailand, Vietnam, Mongolia, Taiwan, Seychelles, uh, Cambodia, etc. Those are the ones that are experiencing the largest amounts of death and injury and everything else when the vaccines have been introduced. 
These results, ladies and gentlemen, should encourage local policymakers to make policy decisions based on data, not narrative, based on local reality, not global mandates. We even continued and talked about Bill Gates talks about how if we do a really good job with vaccinations, health care services, and reproductive services, we can reduce the population by 10 to 15%. Why does he want to reduce the population, ladies and gentlemen? Are you for reducing the population? I'm not. God said multiply and replenish the earth. That has not been rescinded, ladies and gentlemen. Joel Skousen, for example, documents several examples of how potential mass shootings were averted by a good guy with a gun. June 17th, the World Affairs Brief has several great examples. There are many heroic stories, but they rarely make it past the mainstream press. Why? Because they don't fit the gun control narrative that the national media seems to peddle. We talked about John... Um, uh, John Lott, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get the name of his book at the same time here. John Lott wrote a book called More Guns, Less Crime, where he documents that the areas that have few gun restrictions or fewer gun restrictions, they have a lower gun crime rates. Let me say that again. John Lott wrote a book called More Guns, Less Crime, where he documents the fact that, you know what, when people have guns, there's actually less crime. Wow, we talked about the red wave a little bit. Not. Everybody wants you to believe the red wave is the answer. All we got to do is put the Republicans in. And I'm so glad they, they got rid of Roe. You know, Ro. That's wonderful. But, folks, it took over 50 years to get that done. Let's be aware of that, right? It's been unconstitutional for more than 50 years. And the courts just basically reversed this decision saying we, we got to right the wrong that was committed 50 years ago. Whatever happened to all the pro-life Republicans for the last 50 years? So they eventually get something done if there's enough pressure. But they got a whole lot more to go. In fact, Biden and the Department of Justice plans to fight for pro-death. They will fight for abortion. They say they'll use every tool at our disposal. Abortion protesters, every city, every town, burn the precincts to the ground is what they're saying. Shame on all of them, ladies and gentlemen. What about the rule of law? The conservatives. This proves the point of the liberals and the conservatives, or the, whatever you want to call them. The communists versus the constitutionalists. Look, when Roe versus Wade happened, was there pro-life folks killing everybody, running around destroying life, liberty, and property? I don't think so. Well, now when the tables are turned, look who's coming unhinged, going crazy. All right. Now, here's the question. Clarence Thomas providing great leadership, in my opinion. He wants to now visit rights to contraception and same-sex marriage. What do you think? The Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. That's great. Yeah, Utah's abortion ban in effect now in Utah. We talked about Roe versus Wade ends. Latter-day Saint leaders urged to protect life and preserve religious liberty. Amen. Missouri acted to ban abortions just after the Supreme Court issued its ruling. So Utah and Missouri on the same page. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on overturning Roe versus Wade. The prayers of millions have been answered. Amen. Uh, 
he's going to expand pro-life in his state, Ron says. Disney, on the wrong side of the issue, in my humble opinion. Disney vows to pay for employee travel expenses to promote and carry out murder. I mean abortions. Dick's Sporting Goods, same scenario, offers to reimburse employees for abortion-related travel expenses. Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, and Citigroup rush to fund abortion travel. Shame on all these people. Put your money elsewhere, folks. The states to outlaw abortion now that Roe versus Wade has been formally overturned. Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming, Georgia, Iowa, Ohio, South Carolina. Now, pro-death states, you ready? In other words, the ones that are doubling down and promoting abortion are pro-death. New Hampshire, live free or die state, I guess, unless you're a baby. Then it's just the die state, isn't it? Shame on New Hampshire. New Mexico, Rhode Island, Colorado, Illinois, Massachusetts, Minnesota, California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Vermont, Washington, Pennsylvania, Virginia. Those are the pro-death states as Satanists claim they're entitled to abortion as a, quote, religious right. We will take steps to make sure that our members do not have to endure hindrances. Yeah, so the Satanists are simply saying, hey, to murder babies is a religious right. And my response is, what about the religious right of the unborn? All right, we also talked about Salon Magazine and others are saying squirrel privilege is real. You say, what the heck is squirrel privilege, Sam? It's the idea that animals are the same as people. You see a fly, a donkey, and a human all have the same kind of uh, access or rights to the world, so to speak. And the human uh, doesn't have any authority or over and or greater rights to privilege or anything else than a fly or a donkey does. No joke. It's crazy doctrine, but that's what the United Nations and others are starting to push in your face as they use climate as their great <coughs> equalizer. What a shame that is. And that's a recap of the broadcast that took place on Saturday, man. We covered a lot of stuff. And as we launch into the news that I refused to use today, the narrative continues. More than 700 airline flights canceled on Sunday alone. Think about this, folks. You just cannot rely on the airline industry anymore. I hate to say this. Now, the airline industry wants to blame um, the FAA. Problem is, I don't really know who to blame. Do you? Right? Blame on the FAA. Well, let's take a quick pause. We'll chat about it more in seconds. I am Sam Bushman. Lowell Nelson not with us today. He's uh, out on vacation. Quick pause, Liberty Roundtable, live.
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sadly, the airlines are melting down. More than 700 flights canceled on Sunday. Yesterday alone, ladies and gentlemen. Now, they say that it's going to ratchet up and get worse for the July 4th holiday coming up. What's that, a week from today? That's right. Uh, And it's going to be a disaster, folks. But here's the bottom line. You know, they told you because of COVID, and they, you know, furloughed all these pilots and did all these different things and shut down most of the airlines. And then they say, well, we need time to ramp back up. We don't have employees. Well, it's been months now. We still have nothing but problems. And now, rather than going ahead and fixing the problems and figuring out what's happening, all they want to do is play the blame game. Headline says delays, cancellations, airlines, and FAA trade blame over flight problems. So now it's the FAA's flight, the government, the federal, what, aviation administration, is that what that stands for? Yeah, they're at fault there now. But then the FAA says, no, it's the airline's fault. And, you know, you and I can't really know whose fault it is. I think it's all their faults. But nevertheless, they're literally destroying the airline industry. Okay, it's gotten to where the delays, the cancellations, it's just getting worse. July 4th, it's not going to get any better. They say they just can't handle the increased traffic. They, I'll tell you what you can't handle. You can't handle the TSA trying to strip everybody down and violate all your privacy and steal all your goods and just cause havoc everywhere. I mean, we've created a disaster. They used to call it the friendly skies. It used to be delightful to fly. Everybody looked forward to it. Now it's just a disaster, right? Well, that's what's happening. you got to ask yourself, why is the FAA to blame? 
right? Why are the airlines to blame? Why are, okay, it's hard to know. Airlines blame FAA. Yeah, they say primarily it's bad weather that causes the FAA to issue delays. But the FAA air traffic control staffing challenges. So now they don't have traffic controllers. Now what do they do? Now, I don't know who's at fault, but I know this. I believe this is intentional. Now, that may not be the airlines doing this, but I believe the FAA is intentionally doing this. Yeah, they want to basically shut the airline industry down. It's not environmentally friendly. Right? Devastated air travel. People expect when they buy a ticket to get where they're trying to go safely, right? Efficiently, reliably, and affordably. But hey, the problem is the airline industry and the FAA got millions, right? I guess they got $54 billion for the pandemic. So I don't know where you go with this. Who's really to blame for the FAA's closure tower mess, huh? Shutting down the FAA is what we ought to do. But is that going to happen? I doubt it. So what do you and I look forward to? You know what? The battle goes back and forth between the big boys, the government, massive tax dollars going to both airlines and FAA, all of them now just playing the blame game. But the bottom line for you and I is, hey, when you get on a plane or if you even get on the plane, at all, it's all subject to the whims of government in bed with these airline industries that are fascist in nature, to say the least. Every one of them receives all kinds of subsidies from government till the cows come home, right? That's the bottom line. You and I suffer while government and fascists work it out. What a shame that is, folks. There you have it. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention. More than 700 flights canceled on Sunday alone. And then see the people that were coming back on Sunday then have to get pushed into Monday. Now they got to somehow get some kind of a place to stay or sleep on the airport floor. And then, hey, they come home on Monday. Now they probably missed another day of work. I mean, it's just disaster everywhere. All right, burn it down. Pro-choice activists plan next steps after SCOTUS overturns Roe versus Wade. Um, CNN with that piece. So that's the deal, man. They want to just burn it down. And that's the problem in America, folks. Pro-choice activists are out of control. City after city uh, is experiencing trouble. And, uh, you know, the protests haven't been as bad as we thought they'd be. But understand, they're just gearing up and planning the next steps. So protests are just going to ratchet up this summer. You watch. Biden uh, is out of control and is promoting the violence as well, as far as I can tell. They say, um, well, there's so much to cover here. Let me just decide where to start here. Let's keep on the abortion topic just for a second. Uh, Planned Parenthood of Utah files lawsuit against the state of Utah. So not only are they planning protests all over the country and creating carnage, violation of private property and um, putting people at risk and everything else. They want to burn it down. 
but they're filing lawsuits too. They have big money from the taxpayers now, and they're going to use that money as a weapon. Yeah, weaponized tax dollars against the people now. Planned Parenthood, which has been funded by tax dollars for decades, now turns around and uses that huge war chest of taxpayer dollars against we the people. And now the state of Utah is getting sued. Yeah, because the trigger law went into effect, right? Protests are now erupting across the United States after Supreme Court reverses Roe versus Wade. Violent protests at Arizona State University. Or Arizona State Capitol, I guess. Violent protest at Arizona State Capitol. Abortion protests in Portland turned violent after court ruling. See, violence just everywhere, folks. What do we do with this? L.A. abortion protest turns violent. Protesters lob rocks and bottles at the cops. Okay, think about that. Arizona State Capitol... Portland, L.A., D.C., Philadelphia. We got it all over the country. Now, Biden then um, signs bipartisan gun safety bill into law. God willing, he says it's going to save a lot of lives. Fat chance on that, Joe. You know when we have more guns, there's less crime. But you don't care, do you? You want more crime because that's the way that you can basically sell your country out to your Communist buddies, huh, Joe? See, that's what's going on, sadly, in America, folks. Look, are they getting a handle on these protesters that are turning violent? If you turn violent, you're not a protester anymore, ladies and gentlemen. You're a criminal. If you go ahead and throw rocks and bottles at the cops, you are a criminal and should be prosecuted. You're not a protester. Right? Think about the promise in the First Amendment. You have the right to peacefully assemble. It doesn't even say you have the right to protest, ladies and gentlemen, much less start throwing bottles and rocks or getting violent and destroying private property. Those are not in the founders' attempts to allow us to peacefully receive a redress of grievance or uh, peacefully assemble or peacefully have our free speech. This turning violent stuff is not part of the discussion. But, of course, most folks don't know their Constitution, so they don't know that, do they? That's right. That's the sad part. All right. Roe versus Wade overturned. They say could same-sex marriage be next to be overturned? I think the answer is yes. And I would welcome that because I believe same-sex marriage uh, is evil and wrong as well. And the federal government has no authority to mandate marriage of any kind, much less same-sex kind. Remember, a, four, a few short years before Roe versus Wade, uh, I think we had some laws on the books that allowed, you know, interracial marriages and these kind of things. And uh, when I look at it, I don't know what we're talking about, right? I mean, I don't even know what we're talking about. Why is the government involved in this? Because the government seems to sadly be partnering with those who have an agenda to destroy America and all that we hold dear. That's why. You say, Sam, why are you turning against the government like this? I'm not turning against anybody. I'm just telling you that Joe Biden has no authority to sign gun bills that infringe on my right to keep and bear arms into law. Joe Biden has no authority, no right whatsoever to use everything within his power, including the Justice Department, to violate the Supreme Court's decision. See, but in America, we can't even agree on what the 
Constitution says or doesn't say. You see, remember, everything in the Constitution is a contract with America, and it says, hey, here, government, are the limited things you're allowed to do, general government. And if it's not on the list, based on the Tenth Amendment, Ninth Amendment, is left to the people and to the states respectively. Abortion is not in. Marriage, same sex or otherwise, not in your Constitution or any document that gives government any authority, right? In fact, if you believe in the Bill of Rights, it's still the Bill of Rights to say you can't touch it. It's not your business. So now they're violating gun rights. Are we going to allow it to continue? Or what can we, the people, do about it? There are peaceful solutions, and I'm here to talk about them on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Russia is poised for its first sovereign default in decades, as some bondholders said they had not received overdue interest payments on Monday following a deadline a day earlier. The Kremlin said there are no grounds for Russia to default, but it's unable to send money to bondholders because of sanctions. President Biden in Germany for the G7 summit over the weekend announced that the United States will spend a great deal of money outside of the United States to help other countries. One of the projects is a vaccine development complex in Senegal, West Africa. New industrial-scale vaccine manufacturing facility in Senegal, when complete, will have the potential to produce hundreds of millions of doses of vaccine annually. Grant stands at a Columbia bullring, collapsed and killed at least six people and injured more than 100 others on Sunday. The tragedy occurred in the central Colombian city of Espinal. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. Leading Democrat women are calling on President Biden in Congress on Sunday to protect abortion rights nationwide after a U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Two Democratic progressives, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, urged Biden to use federal land as a safe haven for abortions. Global leaders are saying without more production from stronger economies, the recession will dig deep into the world's economic systems. Tim Berg reports. The head of the World Bank says leadership from stronger countries is needed to help prevent a global recession. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, World Bank President David Malpass says it's up to countries with bigger economies to increase production. Some countries it's going to be very hard to do that. I think uh, that that uh, leadership from the stronger countries 
is very important. He especially pointed to the production of fertilizer since crop and food shortages in poor countries can cause global instability. USA Radio News. So, ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden, both out of control for their own reasons. Joe Biden simply acting like he's not going to obey the court's ruling, uh, hinting at pushing violence, using the Justice Department to thumb their nose at the law in every way possible. Sadly, Joe Biden and the witches and warlocks of America are on the same page. They believe abortion should happen no matter what. But you go back to 2006 and Joe Biden said abortion was not a right. But yet now he's doubling down and using all our tax dollars to promote pro-death agenda. Sad but true. Not only that, Biden then signs bipartisan gun safety bill into law. It's not a gun safety bill at all, ladies and gentlemen. Guns don't need safety. People need safety. And the best way to keep people safe is to make sure the good guys have guns. But they're off the rails. Now, Donald Trump, the reason I mentioned him is because as far as we're hearing now publicly, He's taking credit in a great way, saying, hey, it's because I put everybody in place for Roe versus Wade to die, but it's God's win, not mine. And I agree generally with those points. However, then in, behind the scenes, Joe or uh, Donald Trump's basically saying, hey, this is going to be bad, bad. So I don't really know where Donald stands on this. I don't know if we're hearing propaganda news uh, or what we're hearing. Uh, I just know that everything Donald Trump does seems to have a controversy to it, seems to have a, well, we like what he does, but discussion to it and it concerns me greatly Uh, but now Donald Trump erupted on top Republicans they call them Republicans and name only the rhino Republicans he uh, attacked them on Sunday issuing a scathing statement saying these stupid people are nasty jealous not smart and of no use to the potential greatness of our country. Now, he says this, where do these people come from? They have no idea what the MAGA movement is and even less of an understanding of make America first, which is necessary and even vital to save our country, says Trump. People like these are nasty, jealous, not smart, and of no use to the potential greatness of our country. Now, the problem is, he says, where do these people come from? He says they talk, they criticize, and they complain, but they don't have the ability or talent to get anything done. They are short-sighted losers, and they will never stand with us to make America great again, he says. Wow. That's the statement by Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States of America. Now, my problem with this whole thing, ladies and gentlemen, my problem with this whole thing is, you know what? The the critics of Donald Trump have a lot to criticize. I think there's a lot of good Donald Trump has done. I agree with that. The pro-life is one of them. Uh... He tried at the border, got nothing done, but tried hard. 
But there's a lot that President Trump has accomplished with regards to trade. He put tariffs on China and tried to, you know, hold back the communist agenda some. But for the most part, a lot of what he did just simply got overturned. He didn't have broad-based support to truly put things into law the right way. And a lot of his executive orders and decisions just got overturned by Joe the second Joe got in there. Sadly, the Republican base, the Republican elected congressman and senator didn't back Donald Trump the way they should have. Or a lot more would have been accomplished. And I don't blame that on Trump. I blame that on all of them, really. But the reason that I bring this up is because the rhetoric of Donald Trump is absolutely not helpful. We're right now in a crisis mode over Roe versus Wade in that, yes, we've done the right thing. That's great. But the evil folks, the witches and warlocks, the pro-death people in bed with Joe and your government and the Justice Department, all now working together to sue states, to sue corporations, um, to be violent in the streets, to do all these different things. And instead of trying to calm things down, instead of saying, listen, guys, let's have cooler heads prevail, uh, the Supreme Court's within its rights to make this ruling. Let's now look at it state by state. Let's keep a calm head. Let's um, Now what you've got is the extremists are unhinged. But now you've got Donald Trump's rhetoric, in my opinion, just fueling the opposition in a very negative way. Okay, when we say to Donald Trump, you know, hey, where do these people come from? Okay, I, I get that we want to make America first. I get the general MAGA movement, but you know what? Even Donald Trump, you know, where does this guy come from? He comes from New York, folks. He comes from the construction industry. He's a media a media magnet. Uh, his life has been lived with rich people, liberals. His friends have been Bill Clinton golfing, these kind of people. Big money, trades, backroom deals to get your project off the ground and get through all the red tape. Okay, this guy's a scrappy businessman, but also a wheeler and a dealer. But his friends and his associates, his whole circumstances are not like you and I. They want to pitch that he's just the average working man, but it's not true at all. And now he goes ahead and attacks the very people that he spent time golfing with and hanging out with to build his, quote, Trump empire. Okay, and, and I don't mean to attack Donald, but when Donald starts to say, where do these people come from? They're idiots. They're stupid. They have no idea what, you know, they talk, they criticize, they complain but they don't have the ability or talent to get anything done. All right, what are we getting done right now, Donald, with those kinds of statements is what I would ask. What are we accomplishing with those kind of statements? In my opinion, we're getting to the point where we won't even talk. So you know what? I'm not for uh, these guys talking and doing nothing, but I'd rather have them talk than out in the streets committing violence. They criticize and they complain. Well, isn't that what Donald's doing right now? Just criticizing and complaining? I don't see Donald moving the needle on much. I don't see Donald putting his money into the pro-life movement, really, do you? Uh, I know we're trying to get election fraud on, on the table front and center, and Donald's complained about vote fraud quite a bit. But President Trump, former President Trump, 45th President of the United States, 40, uh, hashtag 45 bro, whatever you want to call it, are you helping us with election fraud? Will you be at our press conference with the CSPOA? See, that's kind of what I'm talking about is that, you know, where do these people come from? They talk, they criticize. This big rich guy just comes down the escalator, defies all odds and gets elected. Uh, literally creates all kinds of divide in America. Doesn't move the needle on much except for a whole lot of rhetoric. 
He exposed the criminality of the media, but to what end? CNN's still in its place. The New York Times still in its place. The Huffington Post and all these different uh, rags, if you will, still live and well. In fact, they made half their living because of Donald. These are the people that supposedly criticized Donald in every news report, but they criticized him just enough to get him elected, right? So on one hand, we believe that, oh, man, Donald's the good guy and these guys are the bad guy, but it's almost like they have a quid pro quo go far enough to make sure that the Hegelian dialectic is front and center for the American people, but don't go far enough to really make sure that Trump can't get elected, right? And now they talk, they criticize, well, Trump's right about that. They do, but so does he. So does our side. Look, it's the Republicans that promised that jettison the Obamacare scenario, that we wouldn't be forced to have government insurance or whatever else, And right? Donald talked about getting rid of that. He couldn't get it done. He got rid of it. It just got overturned by Joe. Now government health care is going to be pushed like never before. Donald came to Utah and made a big fanfare about reducing the size and scope of the Escalante Monument and the, what do they call it, bears, ears, whatever, okay? And he reduced the size. But, hey, now you got Joe just reversing it all. So, see, a lot of what President Trump did was great fanfare, was great rhetoric, but it didn't accomplish a lot. Now you say Sam Roe versus Wade makes up for it all. Well, I, I agree. I commend Donald Trump for that. So I'm going to praise when Donald does something good and right and support him. When he does something bad or wrong, I'm going to stand against him, not to attack him. Okay, this is not an attack uh, radio program. But I have every right to highlight when Donald Trump pushes for pro-life, I give him absolute credit to the point where I spend my personal time creating commercials with his voice, his soundbite to promote his efforts. I go that far, and then I air those at my expense. So I'm in when he does what's right, folks. But when he literally starts mocking people, where do these people come from? They're stupid. They're nasty. They're jealous. They're not smart. Well, he's right on. But is saying that going to help? Is that going to help you win friends and influence people, Donald? Is that going to help our side of the discussion? Or is that just going to drive liberals into a violent frenzy where they violate life, liberty, and property? What are we going to accomplish is what I'm trying to understand. And see, that's where I just kind of don't get it. I just don't see how President Trump's words right now are helpful at all. And I'm sad that they even give him a forum for these words. Now, I'm concerned about a lot of what they're doing, too. And I have the same feelings President Trump has. But at the same time, I want to talk them off the ledge of violence over Roe versus Wade. I want to have an appropriate discussion about the right to keep and bear arms. Let's talk about it more in seconds. Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. 
I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org. All right, the Homeland Security, ladies and gentlemen, is predicting weeks, if not months, of violence in the wake of road decision. And over the weekend, since it all came out on Friday, you know, there's been some protests, there's been some violence, there's been, um, but it hasn't been near as bad as we thought it would be over the weekend. And I'm grateful for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but they're saying they're predicting weeks of violence. And the question becomes, are the Roe defenders, the pro-death defenders, are they just gearing up for violence? Or have we seen the rage already surge and, and kind of back off or whatever you want to call it? I don't know. I pray that we don't have weeks and months of violence. And this is kind of why I'm taking on Donald Trump on this. I know he has every right to say what he wants to say as well. But I want to focus on how to win friends and influence people for a minute. Look, I don't agree with the pro-death crowd any more than Donald does. In fact, I'm probably more pro-life than Donald Trump is, by far. Nevertheless, President Trump, I respectfully want to say to you, look, this rhetoric erupting on these Republicans in name only right now, acting like where do these people come from? They're just, they have no talent, they're bogus, they're worthless, you know, stupid people, nasty, jealous. Where where are we going to go with that kind of a statement? Even though a lot of it may be true. But you know what? You're kind of being nasty. You're kind of being jealous. You're Right now, you're really pulling a page, out of their, a page out of their playbook, Donald. And I only bring this up not to attack Donald Trump, but to hopefully speak out for wiser, calmer heads here. Ladies and gentlemen, what we need is a call for civility. Oh, yeah, callforcivility.com is a website I put together, huh? Yeah. We need a clarion call for civility, ladies and gentlemen, to step back the rhetoric. We don't need to goat anybody into further action. We've got enough turmoil and enough divide in America as it is. All right? And what the pro-death folks are wanting to do now is they want to fight the abortion battle by shipping abortion pills across state lines and murdering babies via chemical abortions. Uh, and they want to basically ship you an envelope across state lines that's, quote, um, oh, what's the term? Uh, discreet is the word they'll use, discreet mailer that can give you abortion pills, and you can just murder your baby in the comfort of your own home, and they wanted to kind of do this, and um, that's the problem, right? 
Uh, that's why contraception and some of these things are up for debate right now. And why Clarence Thomas is speaking out saying, hey, we got to do something about this too. Because oftentimes under um, family planning or under, I'm not, I'm not sure what term to use, uh, birth control or whatever, but there really becomes plan B abortion pills, right? Um, and that's where the battle is going. And so we need to be aware of this. All right. You know, they want to talk about how the abortion pill works. What is a medical abortion? Safe, online, delivered, how to get the abortion pill. Risk, side effects, uh, dosage. What are abortion pills now? Widely are they used? Yeah. Anyway. That's the problem. Can abortion pills overcome U.S. state bans. See? That's what they want. They want to circumvent the overturn of Roe with abortion pills. I don't know if abortion pills can overcome state bans. Because the problem is, is a lot of this is not settled law. It's to be further debated. Right? So I want to be very, very careful when it comes to Donald Trump, when it comes to the rhetoric that we're throwing out. I think we ought to be asking these serious questions. I think we ought to be humble. I think we need to be very wise and careful about our rhetoric and our conversation right now. I stand for pro-life like nobody's business, okay? Uh, And I don't believe that we should use these abortion pills to circumvent the overturning of Roe or the pro-life stance of the Supreme Court right now. But that will be debated. And rather than calling people just stupid and ignorant and all this stuff, I think we ought to come back and use proper education. Look, a lot of times birth control pills, listen to me carefully, a lot of time birth control pills and or these, quote, abortion pills, a lot of times they both abort babies. Okay, that's the problem. Birth control pills, right, oftentimes perform an abortion, right? That's what we need to understand. And it takes a little bit of knowledge to understand how and why. Birth control pills, are they abort-efficient is what they're called. All right, you get an early silent abortion. How, you say? Oftentimes, once the egg gets fertilized, it then needs to travel and eventually hook to or connect to the uterine wall. Well, a lot of times these um, birth control pills, they make it impossible, right? So the lining of the uterus normally breaks down, right? And so when you take these uh, birth control pills, a lot of times it denies the baby's attempt to implant in the wall of the uterus. Okay? Often women are not informed. Are not informed that the birth control pill can perform an abortion. That's the problem. Okay? It can prevent pregnancy, but it can also abort a pregnancy. 
Okay, they want you to say, no, birth control pills cannot cause an abortion. But they lie. Okay, does birth control cause abortion? They say, simply put, the answer is no. It's not an abortion-inducing drug. But that's not really true. Then they want to play games with how you define pregnancy. They say pregnancy is when a fertilized egg is implanted in the wall of a person's uterus. Different methods of contraceptions work in different ways, but they all prevent pregnancy. Okay? That's not really true, folks. Because, again, when a fertilized egg exists, is that when a woman's pregnant? Or is she only pregnant once it connects to the uterine wall? And if we have a fertilized egg that never connects or attaches to the uterine wall, then do we have a pregnancy? See, now what we're doing is we're dividing these words. When does pregnancy begin discussion? Right? That's the problem. Right? And women aren't, as far as I know, women are not given this information. Women often are not informed that the birth control pill can cause an abortion. Yeah, by taking that fertilized egg and preventing it from attaching to the uterine wall. Birth control pills, while the main purpose of them may be to keep the sperm from fertilizing the egg, if the pill fails, it can act as an abortifacient. Right? So what you got is a an egg that's fertilized. So I would say a pregnancy has occurred. But you prevent it from attaching. So the female's body will be expelled from the woman's body, even though it was a fertilized egg. So they would say, well, that's not a pregnancy, Sam. And I and the pro-life crowd would say that it most certainly is. See, that's where the debate comes. And every uh, birth control pill doesn't do this, but a lot of them do. And the problem is you have to read the fine print to really understand. So the debate comes how we're defining things. When does a pregnancy begin? Is it when the sperm fertilizes the egg or is when it the, the sperm fertilizes the egg and it connects to the uterine wall? Well, what if it connects, but it can't stay connected because the abortifacient or the drug, the medication, the birth control. Um, see, it becomes very complex. My point is, rather than attack people, rather than call people buffoons and stupid and you're an idiot and da-da-da, which I don't believe is helpful at all, Donald Trump, why don't we talk about how these abortion pills really work and how these, quote, birth control pills really work so that you understand women are often not informed that the birth control pill can cause an abortion as well as prevent pregnancy, okay? Birth control pills might have the main purpose of birth control, but they also, A, they also act as an abortifacient. So that's the word we need to talk about. What's an abortifacient? Since the pill thins the lining of the uterus, 
the fertilized egg, a.k.a. the baby, will be expelled from the woman's body. Despite the fact that it's a fertilized egg. See? So now we're just going to have to debate. When does life begin? And we're back to that age-old discussion. But we have enough science on our side now, ladies and gentlemen. We have enough evidence from ultrasound. We have enough. You decide if you want to take birth control pills, women, uh, and take the chance that you're aborting your baby, that you're killing the young that God Almighty has sent you. Remember, God Almighty is the one that issues the, in my opinion, the law. And he says, multiply and replenish the earth. Well, I believe just like the right to keep and bear arms, that shall not be infringed. But see, the the battle rages on, and we need to keep our heads. We need to not attack individuals. What we need to do is stick with the science. In my opinion, stick with the real discussions that your birth control pills may have a purpose of just uh, preventing pregnancy in the first place. (laughs) But the side effects are the reality of what we're talking about here. And we need to make sure that women have been given the information they need to truly understand and make informed decisions because I believe many, 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 many women are making decisions based on a false premise. Yeah. All right, California is in the news, and they're very tyrannical as well. California looks to kill all dissent from approved COVID talking points, but doctors are now warning that it would spell the end of scientific integrity and medical freedom. Bob Unruh with the World Net Daily or WND.com has this piece. California is threatening to punish any physician who dissents from the, quote, approved medical agenda regarding COVID. That's according to a warning now from Aaron Cariety, I think is how you say the name, a former professor at the UCI School of Medicine. He's now a senior scholar at the Brownstone Institute. So now we have literally California threatening to punish any physician who doesn't carry the COVID government-approved talking points. Ladies and gentlemen, this is disastrous if you ask my opinion. And this is why we need to stick with the science. Okay, we need to quit criticizing everyone. And we need to stick with the science here, folks. The science is God created male and female. There are two genders. The science is, ladies and gentlemen, that the prevailing agenda on COVID are lies. The science refutes their agenda. Stick with the science. Be kind but insistent on the truth. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 27th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is hour two of two. 
And the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio using the supreme law of the land and the checks and balances that made America great. We, the people, have a role to play. Get involved in the culture war, ladies and gentlemen. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Dr. Scott Bradley's with me, still on the road, but nevertheless ready to rock and roll. Welcome back to the broadcast, sir. Well, thank you very much. I've uh, just watched the beautiful sunset from the top of the uh, sunset, sunrise from the top of a hill where I have to go to get a little bit of cell coverage. Uh, but uh, hopefully everything will hold together while we uh, are able to visit on the radio. And you know, I can jo- enjoy a beautiful, it's an early summer day in Montana. So we'll see what happens. All right. There's so much to talk about. So little time. I want to talk about the rhetoric of Donald Trump for a second. Donald Trump now is erupting on rhinos, issuing a scathing statement saying these stupid people are nasty, jealous, not smart, <laughs> and they're, um, they're of no use to the greatness of our country. They talk, they criticize, and they complain, but they don't have the ability or the talent to get anything done. They are short-sighted losers. Uh, anyway, he goes on and on and on. And I'm saying, you know what, right now, we've got a great win on Roe versus Wade. It's not enough, I know, but it's a huge start. Thank heavens uh, the Supreme Court got it right this time. All they really did was stop the evil that was done over the last 50 years and good for them. But it's not time to have attacking rhetoric against individuals. I don't see how it's helpful. I don't see how it'll help us win friends or influence people or anything else, whether it's COVID, whether it's abortions. Uh, whether it's right to keep and bear arms, I think what we do is we stick with the science. And we don't attack people, but we really discuss appropriate talking points uh, regarding the truth. When it comes to your right to keep and bear arms, that's a God-given inalienable right of self-defense codified uh, in the Second Amendment. The founders understood that's something government can't touch. We also have John Lott's book, You Know What? More Guns, Less Crime. So the science is clear on the right to keep and bear arms. And the documents that are the supreme law of our land are very clear. Joe Biden and crew have no right to infringe there. It's scientifically fact-based discussion here. Same thing with abortion. Look, the pro-death agenda, the whole purpose of government is to protect life. Okay, otherwise there's no value in government at all. So the pro-life stance is the way to go. Now, Joe Biden threatening to use the Justice Department and every tool at his disposal to undermine the Supreme Court. Okay, look, I'm not attacking Joe, but look, scientifically, we don't have any right to murder babies. God said multiply and replenish the earth. That has never been rescinded. So stick with the science. And if they try to move to abortion pills and ship them across state lines, look, that's still abortions. And so maybe the laws aren't caught up yet, but we need to be clear about the science of it. Even the birth control pills oftentimes literally become abortifacients and create murder of babies intentionally thinning the lining of the uterus so a baby, a fertilized egg, cannot attach to the uterine wall. Again, an abortion, a chemical abortion has taken place. Let's be clear about the science. When it comes to COVID, they lied to us, and now with 55,000 pages a month forced release from the courts, we now find out scientifically, hey, not only does the COVID do a lot of damage because of the spike protein to people, but the vaccines add insult to injury. The evidence is clear. We don't need to use rhetoric to attack people. We need to preach peace 
as we follow the Prince of Peace, and we need to stick with the scientific reality of the discussions at hand. And we can hold the moral upper hand, the moral high ground, by our kind delivery, but insistent delivery, our consistent delivery of facts. That's where we ought to stand. With that introduction, Dr. Bradley. You know, Sam, I I hear you about the science, and and I understand where you're going with this, uh, I I believe. And um, and I I think that you have a great deal of wisdom in what you're sharing. But let me just put a point of caution. (coughs) There are those that believe that science is unchanging, and nothing could be farther from the truth. Um, What... uh, basically boils down to theories and uh, suppositions and uh, experimental process and the scientific process involves experimentation and and over the centuries what was once a well understood fact in the uh, uh, vernacular of the world has become very questionable and, and untrue and and we i mean well it's it's always been untrue that's the problem but but further evidence has shown that the things that were thought to be true are not. And, and so sometimes we get people, uh, Dr. Fauci, for example, that says, we have the science. That's Bravo Sierra, people. There is no science whatsoever behind what Dr. Fauci has been preaching. There's no science behind the safe and effective promotion of these things. It is absolutely something you cannot say. They did not do experimentation that allowed them to determine the safety or the efficacy of it. And we are finding through experience that their so-called science is faulty. And so, yeah, I, I hear and see what you're saying, Sam, and we do have a lot of evidential uh, processes we can go through that will say, oh, oh, yeah, 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 we, we've, got the right, we've got the right stuff, and we do have the right stuff. And I tend to, to want to go with principles. And... and Correct and true science ultimately will bear out principles. And, and the principles of liberty have not changed because some Nazi germy came into our country, supposedly, that caused tyranny to descend upon the nation. Those principles are unchanged. The legislature is the only one that can create law. The legislature is the only one that can create law within the limits and bounds that are established within what the voice of the people had approved. It is the right of the people to select their form of government. And they did. They ratified it. And you cannot change it uh, regardless of what some people try and spin a new set of, of science on us. You look at, I mean, uh, we could make probably innumerable examples of where science has been proven wrong, or at least the perspective. I'm not sure we have a true example right now of of uh, how the atom looks you know the uh, you know the little atomic particles and how the uh, electrons and the neutrons and the protons all interact with each other and i mean there's been so many scientific facts presented in the last 100 years that have been proven false and so i i think i mean and i hear what you're saying about the science of the gun stuff okay we do have very strong evidence, and you, you mentioned John Lott's book, More Guns, Less Crime. I think that's the one you're talking about, published back in, in 1998. 
people ought to read that. More guns, less crime. He did one of the best academic reviews of what firearms are like in modern society and found that, that if you have firearms, you have less crime and, by and large, less, less um, uh, violence. There's another good book I, I'd like to recommend. is John, I mean, excuse me, Roger McCraft's book, Gunfighters, Highwaymen, and Vigilantes, Violence on the Frontier. That came out in 1984. I, and I think in 87 they came out with a paperback. It's cheaper to get that way. Gary Kleck came out with uh, Point Blank, Guns and Violence in America, back in 1991. We have very strong evidence that the principles that this nation was founded on, that the principle of the right to keep and bear arms is sound and good. And in spite of all that we talked last time we got together on, on Friday about the screaming baboons that are running things, we have a lot of screaming baboons, and they're Republicans and they're Democrats. And honestly, uh, Donald Trump has been a screaming baboon. I mean, uh, it's it's sad to say, but he's not the most eloquent, eloquent and articulate individual. He sounds like a kind of a schoolyard bully when he uh, when he picks fights with people. But the fact of the matter is, um, he stood for red flag laws and hoped for their implementation. And in fact, that's exactly what this Senate bill is doing. And it's wrong. It violates principles. It is not scientific, if you like. Well, if the science has indicated in the past, it's not there anymore. So, I mean, I think we need to go with principles. Principles are unchanging. God's principles that we can go back to is foundational. So, anyway. I agree with God's law. So here's the phrase from Donald or from Joe Biden. Biden signs bipartisan gun safety bill into law. Now, first off, I don't believe it's law, ladies and gentlemen. You've got a Supreme Law that says it shall not be infringed, and you've got this law now. Uh, I believe the Supreme Law takes precedent. Then he said, God willing, it's going to save a lot of lives. Now, if we look at God's law or scientific reality check via study after study after study, God's law says I have a right to keep and bear arms. And that won't be infringed. That's a fundamental God-ordained right of self-defense codified by our founding fathers that now we can either attack our enemies and verbally assault them or we can stick with the facts. We can stick with science and we can stick with God's law. When we come back, we'll talk about that. We also have coming up a celebration with Dr. Scott Bradley, myself, and Richard Mack, the 25th anniversary of Mac beating Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court is today. Did you know that? Hang tight, Liberty Roundtable Live. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. 
Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Well, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on, take your hand. Careful, little oil. Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right, raise your visor. Oh, the blue dog. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. All right, so I agree with Dr. Bradley. We need to be very careful if we just follow science because oftentimes they lie about science, and oftentimes science is against God's law, uh, and then later we find out that science jives with God's law. True science, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, in its final form of scientific evidence and facts, the goal of science would eventually square with God's law. Uh, in the meantime, though, sometimes science can lead you astray, thus Dr. Bradley's warning, and I concur with that. But I will say this, we can either attack our neighbors over everything we disagree with, which is what the Donald Trump is doing, or we can go back to the science and the God's laws and the facts and we can work out um, the truth. And I think if we hold the moral high ground, we can stick with these uh, scientifically proven facts. Uh, when science is in question and we just don't know, or when it's not real science, we need to point that out. But I think that science in its true form will eventually conform to God's law. And we need to remember to stick with those things in our debates. I just don't think it's helpful to try to attack your neighbor, call them stupid, imbeciles, idiots. I just don't think we get anywhere with that. One of the things we need to keep doing in America most or foremost is keep talking. Because if we're not talking, we're in real trouble. And if we can talk and we can make our points kindly, directly, clearly, backed by evidence, then I think we can make progress in influencing even the Folks who disagree with us the most, whether it's gun control, whether it's, um, you know, climate change, whether it's COVID, uh, whether it's abortions, I think that's where we ought to stand, Dr. Bradley. Well, absolutely. Uh, let's, let's go back to principles for just a second here. Um, the principle is that the Constitution is superior to any legislative enactment. What's happening right now, and you can take the gun control thing or, or anything that's going on right now, uh, losing our, our uh, religious liberties, any process, um, uh, that they're trying to use legislative enactment to overthrow the protections that are, have been vouchsafed to us in, in the canonized word, if you will, that, that has been approved and ratified by society is unchangeable. 
See, legislation can change. I mean, you, uh, legislators cannot bind future legislatures. And, but, but the Constitution does bind limits and bounds. And so what's happening right now is that the legislature and the executive are attempting to overthrow a constitutional principle. Now, if we go back to how Noah Webster, one of the founding fathers, defined constitution, he says the constitution is paramount to the statutes or laws enacted by legislature, limiting and controlling its power. So what does paramount mean? Well, it's superior to all others. It's eminent of the highest order. It's the chief. It's the rankest of all of them. So the Constitution is paramount to statutes or laws enacted by the legislature, and it limits and controls the power of the legislature. Right now, what has happened is the legislature has exceeded its constitutional bounds. It's got outside the sandbox. It's outplaying free range now. And we, the people, have not agreed to allow that to happen. We limited it and bounded it to the specific delegated authority that was included. And, and as you know from the, from the uh, uh, Declaration of Independence, that it's the right of the people to be able to change or abolish government and keep it within the bounds that have been established. So the consent of the governed has been obtained when the Constitution was ratified. We did not give consent of a new legislature or a new president to change those limits and bounds when they got elected or falsely elected, however you want to really get to the bottom of it. The, that, that approval, the consent of the governed, was given when the Constitution was ratified. It has not been withdrawn. It cannot be modified other than by Article 5 process that's in the Constitution the means were put in there to change it if it were wrong and needful, but we have not done that more than 27 times. And, and I question uh, the ratification of some of those. Yeah, a significant number of those, right? <clears throat> but the fact of the matter is they're exceeding their bounds. They are trying legislatively to create things that are not authorized. And right and now what they're trying to do is legislatively overturn the courts on this Roe versus Wade thing right now. We better watch for this in every state of the union and at the general government level. Now, when the government gets way out of bounds, which it often does, Roe versus Wade is one example, took 50 long years, 62-plus million baby murders. But now we've basically backed away from that, and we're having some common sense there. But the government literally stated, hey— you know what? It was unconstitutional to murder all these babies. Boy, howdy. Well, there's a lot of unconstitutional things that are happening, and the government's getting shut down over them. Joe Biden tried to violate, violate the Constitution and force vaccines on people. Thank heavens the court said that's unconstitutional. You can't do that. Well, 25 long years ago now, there was a big battle between Bill Clinton and sheriffs. And strangely enough, right when we talk about this uh, passing this new gun control bill, 25 years ago, this was settled. Sheriff Richard Mack with an update. Sir. <laughs> Sam, it's great to be with you uh, this beautiful Monday morning, and it uh, is an amazing day. And Dr. Scott Bradley, thanks for being here also. And uh, I was listening to both of you, and you're absolutely so correct. And uh, I was surprised by the state of Utah already coming out and 
and making a strong stand against abortion. And I'm I'm surprised that Governor Cox supported any of that. Uh, now you know Utah just it. got sued by Planned Parenthood, though, right? Oh yeah, of course. But uh, how can uh, they sue them when the Supreme Court just turned it over to them? Just say, hey, now this is a state issue. So, so for the first time, it's a state issue, and the state said, uh, Planned Parenthood, <laughs> your time in Utah might just be up. So now an amazing thing, but th- that brings up something else, and I wanted to tell both you and Scott this. This decision didn't go nearly far enough because it still has taxpayers paying for Planned Parenthood. And th- that's that's as ridiculous as funding – uh, the uh, the NRA or funding the CSPOA. Uh, in fact, I think I might just be doing this very in the very near future, sending a letter to all Congress uh, congressmen and senators, um, uh, telling them that I want uh, two million dollars a year for the CSPOA. They decline it, then I can sue them for uh, equal protection under the law because they passed a law supposedly pretend legislation to fund Planned Parenthood. They would then be obligated to fund uh, any and all other uh, private organizations, no matter what the service is, the the service does not matter. And so that uh, any private company or organization, whether 501c3 or not, doesn't matter, for the federal government to fund them with taxpayer dollars is probably the most egregious thing that has ever happened uh, except for legalizing abortion in the first place, but providing the money for these abortionists to continue their work is absolutely astonishing. I'm surprised Planned Parenthood is wanting to go public with this to get beat up all the more. But that is one thing that should happen, and maybe uh, CSPOA is just the one to to bring that to their attention, especially in view of the fact that the Republicans had a chance to defund Planned Parenthood, and they didn't. You know, Richard, it's interesting. You, Richard brings up a very, uh, very germane point. By the way, uh, it's good to visit with you, Richard. We haven't talked for a while, but uh, thank you for being on with us. Um, I, um, and I don't want to distract too much from, from this 25th anniversary thing that Sam brought up because it is a watershed <laughs> moment. Uh, but, but, and my hope will come back to that. But back, back during the Trump administration, he signed a bill the funded Planned Parenthood to the tune of a half a billion dollars. We're talking Every $500 year. million dollars here. Every and they year. keep renewing it. Yes. And, and the fact of the matter is, Richard is absolutely correct. That is every bit as unconstitutional as anything else they've ever done. But, but presidents keep signing this, and it's, it's such a travesty, an injustice. Think for a moment. They're taking taxpayer dollars out of every one of our pockets. And they're giving it to a private organization to perform abortions. They say, oh, we don't. We, we use it for other purposes. Well, that frees up funds and, it, 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 and allows them to use their other funding sources to kill babies. I mean, this is an absolute travesty. There is no right to redistribute anybody's wealth. I don't care if you're a foreign tin horn dictator we're sending money to, a foreign war, a treaty thing that we're doing. The United Nations, Planned Parenthood, anything, the states, none of those are constitutional. There is not a shred of constitutional authority to redistribute wealth 
And people say, oh, the welfare clause. The welfare clause does not mean the dole or redistribution. And no. we'll talk if you want further about that. But anyway, I've, I wanted to throw my two cents in before we got the break. Roger that. Quick pause. Sam Bushman, Sheriff Mack, and Dr. Scott Bradley on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Democrats continue to attack the Supreme Court and the Constitution over their Roe versus Wade responsibility handoff to the states. Senator Elizabeth Warren, the Democrat from Massachusetts, on ABC News. They have burned whatever legitimacy they may still have had after their gun decision, after their voting decision, after their union decision. They just took the last of it and set a torch to it. Russia is set to default on its foreign currency sovereign debt after bondholders reported the Kremlin missed two payments late Sunday. This is Russia's first foreign debt default since 1918. More than four months after she was arrested at a Moscow airport for cannabis possession, American basketball star Brittany Griner is to appear in court Monday for a preliminary hearing ahead of her trial in Russia. We are USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. A Staten Island ShopRite employee is under arrest for attacking former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani on Sunday. Police say Daniel Gill, 39 years old, slapped Giuliani on the back while he was handing out flyers at the store. Gill is facing a second-degree assault charge for hitting a senior citizen. Giuliani was at the ShopRite, stomping for his son Andrew Giuliani's run for governor. The Colorado Avalanche won Hockey's Stanley Cup Sunday with a 2-1 victory on the road against two-time defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Forward Mika Rattanen on KUSA 9 in Denver, Colorado. Yeah, it's surreal, you know. It's That's what you dream of when you watch hockey when you're five years old and just dream about playing in the NHL and you never really, like, think think about winning it until it's actually there and it's uh, it's hard to describe. I'm so happy. For more information, visit us online at usaradio.com. USA Radio News. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how much of your tax dollars goes to fund Planned Parenthood to Sheriff Richard Mack's wise point answer? 
According to Fox News, over the past 10 years, the abortion giant, meaning Planned Parenthood, has received $4.3-plus billion. If you figure that out, it's a half a billion dollars a year to Planned Parenthood. That's we, the taxpayers, funding the pro-death agenda, ladies and gentlemen. And we need to move on from this point because uh, we'll be talking about it over the next several weeks as this unfolds. They're unleashing violence all over the nation. We've got to have a calm, cooler head in this, ladies and gentlemen. We need to stick with the facts to the best of our ability. Um, and we need to be very, very careful of this. But think about that kind of money. It's out of control and needs to stop. That's where we need to push next to defund Planned Parenthood and any other abortion baby murdering agenda ASAP. Uh, at taxpayers' expense, that's for sure. All right, today's the day. It almost reminds you of the Play Newsies. Seize the day. The 25th year anniversary of the SCOTUS ruling, Mac versus United States. It was over the Brady Bill. And I find that apropos that we celebrate the 25th year anniversary of the greatest 10th Amendment decision ever rendered uh, in America. And I bring it up at the time when Biden just signs bipartisan gun safety bill into law. Um, history repeats itself. 25 years later, we celebrate, but they keep coming after our right to keep and bear arms, Sheriff Mack. Yeah, they do, Sam. And uh, I've been looking at that. In fact, I actually uh, I talked to you about today being the 25th anniversary of the decision. June 27, 1997, Justice Scalia uh rendering his opinion, uh, writing for the majority of the court in a 5-4 split. Um, it was one of the m most amazing days of my life. Uh, CBS News called me the day before or a couple of days before and asked me. Uh, I was not sheriff at the time. I just lost uh, my race about uh, nine months prior to this. And uh, so Fox, uh, not Fox, uh, CBS News asked me if I would go to Tucson so they would be immediately available for a televised interview uh, with me uh, regarding the case. Uh, CBS actually woke me up uh, real early in the morning and they said, you won. Uh, and so we'll have our camera crew downstairs uh, where they had already uh, got a, a room at this, uh, I think it was the Sheraton in Tucson. And uh, it was an amazing, amazing case. And the more I have studied it, as you well know, Sam, the more I've been convinced that this is such a powerful decision that every uh, law school should be teaching ex assiduously uh, to every law school student. But as you know, Michael Peruca says the problem with lawyers is that they went to law school. So my my decision has been so powerful and so broad. Every time I look at it, it's amazing. I mean, it, it actually says that we have held, however, that state legislatures are not subject to federal direction. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we would apply that and, and use that? And I have uh, one of the biggest accusations against me and CSPOA and you – and probably Scott Bradley, too, is that we think that we can put, as Scott was saying earlier, we think we can put the Constitution ahead of state statutes. Well, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Uh, and it's paramount, as Scott said, and it's the supreme of the supreme laws. 
uh, and nothing is subservient to the Bill of Rights. It is the untouchable part of our laws that co- that Congress and government officials cannot touch. And so I love this when it's reinforced so well by this history lesson that Scalia took us through the only time in history when sheriffs sued the federal government and won a major landmark case. And I, my complaint is this, is that we get accused of saying that we can pick and choose which laws to enforce and that we have sheriffs that have said, no, I, I will follow the Supreme Court. I will follow and enforce and comply with their decisions. Hardly any sheriff in this country follows and enforces this decision that was done by sheriffs. And many of them have never read it, studied it. Uh, in fact, I would still say at this point, it's still 98% of the sheriffs in this country. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be nice because some of them, a lot of them have been trained by us. And so they've studied a little bit. 95% of the sheriffs in this country don't know a thing about this decision, nor have they ever read it. And, and again, this reinforces our oath of office to uphold and defend the Constitution and that the Constitution is supposed to become part of our jobs in what we execute as sheriffs and peace officers in this country. And man, I love this decision. I just, I just did a, uh, a presentation in uh, Florida uh, Saturday. Uh, General Flynn was there and some great people. And when I got through this part that the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions, and it protects us from the crisis of the day, Scalia talking to us as if he were talking to us today, and it is such a powerful decision that we're supposed to resist the temptation to concentrate power in one location just to take care of, quote, the crisis of the day. And it's such an indictment against the Biden administration and just about every administration that has happened in the past 80, 90 years, that we, that good ideas and good intentions do not qualify for constitutional legislation. And, and I, I, this decision, I would have to tell everybody listening, go to our website, get a copy of the highlighted version of this case. That it, that's uh, If you go to shop, you'll see it, the Supreme Court decision for state sovereignty. Everybody, every high school student, every person, every home should have this book in it so you can read and understand what our founding fathers established for America. Dr. Bradley. You know, Sam, maybe I can throw a few cents in here. I mean, but Richard really is the guy that took the – he took this to the mat, a great risk for himself and, and everything else, but – and, and if I recall correctly, um, the, what happened with this Brady bill, the Brady Bunch bill, was that they, they heaped upon the sheriffs of the nation the responsibility to enforce federal law. They said, okay, all you guys, you got to jump through these hoops every time somebody tries to have a firearm. And all the sheriffs were going to be basically federal law enforcement agents that had been basically commandeered into performing that labor. And, and when Richard and, and Prince got uh, their teeth into this thing, it was like, holy cow, what, you know, the, the ramifications of this are far beyond a Brady bill. The ramifications of this, it's across the board, 
if it had been allowed to stand, the sheriffs would have been the law enforcement arm that was tasked with the responsibility of, of doing whatever our federal masters required. And, and Richard says, no, we aren't going to do this. And so what happened is, and, and the decision on this, that he's stated Scalia did such an eloquent job of, of uh, bringing forth, the decision doesn't just apply to the Brady Bunch bill. This decision yeah. is something as wide as every encroachment of the general government upon the people of this nation. And the sheriffs need to wake up and fly right and say, holy cow, we are not the toadies of these guys. We're not the puppets of these guys. When the BATFE comes in or when the IRS comes in or any of these other alphabet soup organizations that are seeking to overthrow the freedom of the land, that are basically devouring the substance of the people, as talked about in the Declaration, when that happens, the sheriffs need to say, heck no, this ain't going to happen, baby. I could say it a lot stronger. This is Bravo <laughs> Sierra. You guys get out of our face. And, and the fact of the matter is, this decision could be one of the most far-reaching ramifications the Supreme Court has ever put down but as Richard points out so clearly, almost nobody knows about it. You know why? They want it down the memory hole. You know, George Orwell in his 1984 Ministry of the Truth is all in, in full force. I, I mean, it's in it's glory, whether it's going through YouTube or Twitter or it's going through the media. It is absolutely a wants this one put down the memory hole. And we need to. And I would submit that all 3,000 sheriffs in the country, ladies and gentlemen, when Biden signs, quote, gun safety bill into law, this is where the sheriff should be standing up going, no, 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 no. 25 years ago, we uh, we got the quintessential Supreme Court ruling on this already. Shame on you, Biden. Shame on you, House. Shame on you, Senate. Shame on you, Republicans. Shame on you, Democrats. Our right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. We are celebrating the 25th year anniversary of Mac beating Bill Clinton, one of the greatest Tenth Amendment decisions ever rendered. Dr. Bradley, Sheriff Mac, and Sam Bush back in second. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 844, gave the left evil spiritual power the more they use the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him the beast his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present day end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive 
without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator. As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not gonna protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Sheriff Richard Mack joins us, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the day, the 25th year anniversary of the SCOTUS ruling. Mack versus U.S. Richard beat Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton said, we're going to shut down your right to keep and bear arms via the Brady Bill. Sheriff Mack said, not on my watch. Bill said, I'll arrest you. Sheriff said, I don't think so. They went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the greatest Tenth Amendment decision in American history was rendered. Uh, Dr. Bradley. You know, I think germane to this specific topic and the current events and everything is a Tucker uh, comment. Uh, I always introduce St. George Tucker as the preeminent constitutional scholar of the founding era. I don't know if I can prove that, but this man was a brilliant constitutionalist. And everybody needs to read his book, View of the Constitution of the United States. But here's the deal. This is what he said. It, it applies to what Richard did. It applies to what Biden has done, and opposite ends of the scale, of course. It, but here's what he said. The Congress of the United States possesses no power to regulate or interfere with the domestic concerns or police of any state. It belongs not to them to establish any rules respecting the rights of property, nor will the Constitution prohibit, or excuse me, permit any prohibition of arms to the people or of peaceable assemblies by them for any purposes and in any manner, whatever they may see occasion. So, gentlemen, in one little paragraph, Tucker captured <laughs> the idea of the limits and bounds of this general government. Now, I, there's other things we could go on, and in the interest of time, I won't. But he was very specific. There is no crime, zero, none at all, that the general government can say we have preeminent authority in this, except for those mentioned in the Constitution. Uh, you know, let's say counterfeiting, for example piracy on the high seas but there and is treason. nothing that, <laughs> yes absolutely but yeah we need to talk about what's going on here but the yeah. fact of the matter is the americans today are under the the tyranny of a general government that has assumed authority in any aspect of our lives to create crimes and dictate the punishments and none of that was intended on the original principles this nation was founded on I need to throw this back to Richard, though. Richard is the man. He put this thing together for this, for this uh, great victory that happened 25 years ago. But it's a victory, in my opinion, that needs to be applied across the board, not just simply on doing a background check on somebody, which is kind of where it started out. But it is broadly stated enough that this can go across the board in any encroachment that the general government attempts 
to overstep their constitutional bounds on. So, Richard, I thank you for having the courage to do this. I thank your wife. I mean, go give her a big hug and a kiss because I'm here to tell you, she if she hadn't have been behind you, I think this would have been really tough. Oh, it would have been impossible. Yeah, it would have been impossible. She really made the decision. Uh, you know, and I, there's no question, uh, and Sam and I have talked about this lots of times, but I, there's no question uh, that I really can't take the credit for hardly any of this. Uh, it was such a miracle that, that from the from the get-go when I was converted to the Constitution going to a seminar for police uh, that was taught by Dr. Skousen, when he converted me to the Constitution, how I moved from Provo Police to Arizona to run for sheriff, the miracle of being elected sheriff, the miracle of having my wife totally support me in this. And she said, now we know why you were supposed to be sheriff. There's no question that she is absolutely correct about that. And then as soon as the Brady bill is filed and, and done with, I'm uh, got my marching papers from the, the citizens of Graham County, went up to Utah and tried to run for sheriff there. The FBI and IRS raided my office three days before the election and, this front page of the Provo Daily Herald, Mac raided by the FBI. I mean, there's just so many different uh, legs. To yeah, that's whole election thing. fraud on a different level, isn't it, gentlemen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just raid their offices at the really FBI did. three days before the election. Three days. Yeah, the huge uh, headline that switched, uh, changed the election. But I, I will say this: it, it was a very spiritual experience. It was a real roller coaster ride that my wife and I have talked about lots, ups and downs. Uh, and it, it was something that uh, has changed our lives as a family, changed my life forever. And uh, I would just say this. This was such an inspired decision, an inspired case, that I would again recommend and urge everyone in this country to get to know this case and find out what your sheriff should be doing to protect you. And you can see a lot of that in this great and wonderful decision rendered by the U.S. Supreme Court on June 27, 1997. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, we mentioned that Richard was the man on this, and I, I don't think we bring that up to give Richard praise as a person. What we do really want to highlight, though, is the leadership that relates to this, ladies and gentlemen. When a good person stands up uh, and does what's right it's really vital that we the people back that person so on the 25th year anniversary i promise what i'll do is do my very best to echo this supreme court case win by sheriff mack um really to highlight the importance of understanding that we have a right to keep and bear arms and that right shall not be infringed and you know what this is something that we really need to be aware of and celebrate and focus on. And sadly, not enough people know about it because the mainstream press has really uh, done their very best to bury this news. As Dr. Bradley wisely said, they just want to put it in a memory hole where no one remembers it. we got to prevent that. We've got to stand together uh, and make a difference. But it's not really about an individual but we do need to recognize appropriate leadership, and we need to be grateful when leaders stand up. Richard Mack stood up big, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and you know what? He's taken a beating. They've called him a, a conspiracy theorist, a constitutionalist, whatever else, uh, since. Talk about character assassination 
over winning at the Supreme Court. The one breaking the law was Bill Clinton. Right? Now we have another leader doing a tremendous job, in my opinion, who just won at the Supreme Court. You may not have heard about it, but his name is Joe Kennedy. He's the high school coach, the high school football coach that was fired by his district for his brief solitary prayers after his team's football games. He just won at the Supreme Court a huge free speech rights fight. Okay, the government's out of control on this. The government schools are out of control. This gentleman, Joe Kennedy, stood up. And here's what the Supreme Court had to say. Listen to this. The court's majority held the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment protect an individual engaging in a personal religious observance from government reprisal. The Constitution neither mandates nor permits the government to suppress such religious expression. Wow, that's huge. Not broad enough, in my opinion, but a huge start, another victory. Dr. Bradley, then Sheriff Mack. Well, okay, boy, I wish there was time. Uh, Religious liberties are under attack in this nation. The U.S. Civil Rights Commission in 2016 put a 296-page document out where legislatively they want to destroy the First Amendment. They want to limit and bound your expression of your religious beliefs so that you cannot, in the public setting, do that. Now, the, the institutions, the big churches, are really remiss in this because they say, oh, we can still practice our ceremonies and our, you know, whether it's in a temple or synagogue or in a chapel or wherever, we're, religious liberties are protected. No, that is an individual God-given right. It doesn't matter how big or small a religion is. If you have a religious conviction in your heart, you can express it, you can defend it, you can be public with it. And the fact of the matter is that this adversarial relationship has been fostered since the early 1960s when the Supreme Court unconstitutionally entered into this fray with no precedence, no right, no authority, and they have been fostering an adversarial relationship. I'm so grateful for this Kennedy um, victory, but we the people need to understand that our religious liberty is being encroached upon horribly. It's a concerted, planned, agendized effort at the highest levels of government and this is another setback to their efforts, but we need to play on this one like we do with, with Richard's victory before the Supreme Court and say, it ain't no more, guys. This is not your role. You can't walk on me. Amen to that, Sheriff Mack. Well, that was fantastic. Uh, I, I don't think I could say it any better, but I will applaud Coach Kennedy. Uh, I believe this occurred in Texas, did it not, Sam? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, and uh, I'm astonished that uh, Texas allowed this to get any further than it did. Uh, but this this is a good man uh, doing what he believed was right. Uh, he did not force any of his players to participate. Uh, I would be dead set against that. A school teacher saying uh, something about God in classroom, that's okay. A school teacher saying, you must believe in Jesus or get down and give me 20 push-ups or uh, get down and pray right now so that you will have the spirit with you to tell you that Jesus is our Savior. No, nothing like that. We have a right to even not be religious 
in this country, and I think that is guaranteed also in the First Amendment. But what this man did, uh, it was very personal to him, what he was doing, and he absolutely hurt no one. And we've got to remember in this country that the Constitution does not protect us from being offended. (laughs) So uh, that's what we need to get over. Uh, in this country is that if uh, oh that might offend you you know that might offend lgbtq or they might offend uh, a person of color or a mormon or whoever i don't care i don't care if you're offended the constitution doesn't protect you from being offended it's talking about preserving god-given rights and this man was exercising his god-given rights and i absolutely applaud coach kennedy oh, i guess he was in washington state oh was it really okay all right i don't know why i thought it you was know, Rich, you know uh sam here's i uh, just give you one sentence i know we're out of time and i apologize but here's what tucker said about the limits and bounds he said all felonies and offenses committed upon land in all cases not expressly enumerated in the Constitution, being reserved to the states, respectively. The the general Absolutely. government has overstepped its bounds in every regard. It is it is way outside the limits and bounds. We, the people, need to say, we ain't going to do this no more. Amen. Yeah, the question is, how much will this uh, coach get for the abuse in his firing? I don't know. Time will, time will tell, but we got to hold government bureaucrats accountable at every level, gentlemen. We got to do so peacefully. We got to do so with the facts. We got to look at God's law and scientific reality. We can't just attack everybody else individually. What we got to do is stand on the moral high ground and take on issues and win the debate by our moral arguments, holding the moral high ground. That's who we are. It is about God, family, and country. It is about protecting life, liberty, and property. It is about following the Prince of Peace. Let's start there. Gentlemen, thank you so much. We're flat out of time. For Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. For Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org. And for yours truly, Sam Bushman, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, and brighteonradio.com. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.